in a world where blockbuster movies are made and enjoyed. Millions of people watch them, awards are won, careers are launched, cinematic works of greatness are produced each year, and these two knuckleheads haven't seen them. You're listening to The List We Missed, where we finally watch the movies that everyone else already has. Hi, AJ. Hi, Jackie. (laughs) And hey, everybody, and welcome back to The List We Missed. Yeah! Officially. Officially! It's (laughs) been a minute. It's been a little bit of a minute, but we're, we're back and we're on track and we've got a list. Yeah! AJ, what's on our list? On tonight's list, we got Knives Out that came out in 2019. Only two years ago. I two can years math. ago. I can math. You can wow. math. No. That <laughs> feels like so long ago. You know what? <laughs> I, I have comments on that, but we'll get that to that in another section right. about, about how long things have been. Um, yeah. Knives Out, directed by Ryan Johnson, Starring, like, every awesome actor on the face of the planet. Daniel Craig, Chris Evans, Anna de Armas, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, your, your girl. Yeah. Your, you know. Uh, uh, Michael Shannon, Don Johnson, Tony Coletti, and then a bunch of other names that I'm not going to try and pronounce. Let me tell you, <laughs> and Tony Collette, she is one of my most favorite actresses. I think she is, like, the most talented actress out there she is in i mean i remember seeing her for the first time probably in the sixth sense but she has was been she, in the sixth sense? she was the little kid's mom <sighs> okay yeah okay yeah. um obviously hereditary um she knocks it out of the park in that movie obviously obviously I, in, in quote air quotes that's not a movie for you, AJ. Which is why, air quote, <laughs> obviously. No, she's one of those people that I think, like, whatever she's in... She she's, just brings it. She's fan- she is so good. She had a TV show on Showtime called The United States of Tara. And I think that's where, like, I really first knew her. Okay. And then when I saw an interview with her, like, it's, she's one of those people where I'm like, oh my god, you're not American. Like you're you're an English actress, like, but no, you you're way too good at that American accent. Like she's bananas. Okay. So, okay. The, so my 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 gush over Tony Collette, I will end that here. But I, oh, there's there's not a lot that I can think that she's in that I don't like. Okay, good to know. I just remember Chris Evans in that sweater in the tw- in the trailers. I remember thinking to myself, oh look, Chris Evans in not a Marvel movie. Also Daniel Craig in not a James Bond movie. I only know him from James Bond, so right. to see him play this, like, southern gentleman was such a treat. Which, by the way, was not prepared to hear that that, <laughs> that, that, that voice coming from him, you know? Yeah. I'm expecting something nice and sophisticated in English and yeah, no. James Bondy. No, we got, like, a and, Louisiana draw. And, yeah, it was pretty It was pretty great. It was that very brought, great. A, brought a lot of character, absolutely. Oh, God. Like, yeah, this movie is, like, star-studded, just A-lister after A-lister of, like, insanely talented actors. Mm-hmm. And Christopher Plummer... Who played uh, the dad? Mm-hmm. He was the. Um, um, he was grand grandpappy. Yeah, he, he's he's grandpappy. Thornberry. I kept hearing Thornberry, Thornberry. <laughs> and all I could think about was Nigel. This might have been like one of his last films because he passed away not that long ago. So I feel like this may have been one of the last films that he made. Oh really? Um, yeah, but he's he's in one of my personal like so bad it's good movies um, called Dracula Two Thousand. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> also, just to just to clarify, February twenty twenty one, Christopher oh, Palmer passed. Okay. Again, All right. 
felt long, so felt, long ago. Yeah, felt way, <laughs> way longer. So yeah, so we watched Knives Out from 2019. So the big question is... Yeah, first and foremost, why? Why did we not watch it in 2019 when it first came out? Well, for me, there were, there were two movies in 2019 that I cared way more about than anything else that was around. One of them being a Marvel movie. Marvel, you know, Avengers Endgame. And the second one being Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. And those were the movies I was like, just go hard. That's what I care about. Those are the things I'm seeing this year. <laughs> Everything else I forgot about. Okay. Um, I'm going to shift the blame on my boyfriend, Chad. <laughs> we uh, we saw this movie advertised. And there's not, there's not often a movie where we both want to see it bad enough to see it in the movie theater. Yeah. We're like perfectly happy to generally wait for something to come out, yes. you know, video on demand. I, I understand s- that. Yeah, yes. I want to sit on my couch and watch the movie. That's no problem. But every now and then a movie will come out where we're like, okay, like we're going to go to the theaters to see this. Mm-hmm. This was one of those movies where we saw the trailer and went like, okay, yeah, this is a movie we want to see. Okay. At that time, Chad was in grad school, and his time was very limited. <laughs> oh, grad school. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, time was very limited, so we, okay, I'll just, you know, wait. Then it pops up on, I think, Amazon Prime or something like that, and uh, it just kind of, we just kind of never got around to it. When he finally graduated from grad school, uh, I shouldn't say that, not when he finally graduated, but when he graduated from grad school it was one of those things where like it's been on amazon prime we'll get around to it Mm -hmm. but i think like the initial excitement kind of wore off right so it's just we'll get around to it when we get around to it and we kind of never did yeah that's like the reason why for every movie that i've missed like looking up the uh the release date it was november 2019 i guarantee you that november 2019 i was caring a lot about uh thanksgiving Mm -hmm. because it's my favorite holiday and i don't care about anything any other <laughs> holiday which is you know right in between halloween which is the only holiday you care about and christmas which is the only holiday the rest of the world cares about right. so i'm like you know no thanksgiving give it its I, month i would i will say that halloween is like my absolute most it's your favorite bread holiday. it is but i will say if i have to like my number two like very close to halloween is thanksgiving mm-hmm. because i cook for my whole family like oh, i literally right. make the meal like i'm the the you're the lady in the kitchen. I, I am. I mm-hmm. make the whole meal, and I've been doing that for my family for over a decade at this point. So mm-hmm. I do very much like like I'm like you can't. I make, and I, I will toe to toe, and I don't care who your mother is. <laughs> I make the best cornbread sausage stuffing, and it's the only time of year that I make it. Mm-hmm. And my favorite thing is not only making it for Thanksgiving, but my absolute favorite thing is. Having off the next day and waking up in the morning and, and having, eating it in the morning. yeah, eating yeah. pumpkin pie yeah. and cornbread sausage stuffing. And yeah. the best way to do it, and Chad introduced me to this, all of this credit goes to him because I would just like heat it up in the microwave and eat it and Call like just day. enjoy myself. He introduced the idea of putting it into the waffle iron. Whoa! Putting it into the waffle iron, getting it like nice and super crispy, and then you can drizzle it with a little gravy. I'm coming over for Thanksgiving. There you go. Please do. Please do. Yeah. So I'm a big fan. I am a big fan of Thanksgiving, but no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. But yeah, so it came out, it came out November, 2019. uh, And, and thinking about it between Thanksgiving and getting ready for Christmas. uh, At the time I actually had recently started a new job. uh, 
No, that's not. No, that was 2020. I started the new job. Oh my gosh, what was happening in 2019? I was angry at my old job. That's right. So I was very angry and very depressed. <laughs> uh, and let's see. My girlfriend is a teacher, and she uh, had also started grad school that the you know the summer before 20 summer 2019. So that was probably also a thing why I probably missed this movie because you know when you when you're with somebody you want to see things with them and it's like you know oh yeah i mentioned that and then it's all of a sudden you're cheating on them if you watch it without them <laughs> so you know so yeah reasons yeah. why i probably missed this definitely yeah and i mean not for nothing this movie comes out at the end of 2019 and we all know about how the beginning of 2020 went so there's also that <laughs> you mean the dark times the dark the dark times began uh yeah so so th so that's why we didn't see it. Looking at 2019, 2019 was huge in the movies. Not to say that others aren't huge, but very significantly, and this is something we talked about earlier, 2019 was the end of an era. Yeah. Because it was the conclusion of, I guess, the... The 12-year-long journey. The, the original, I guess, the original MCU saga. Yeah. If that's because I know it's it's continuing. I don't know how they officially label it, but whatever the OG MCU. Into, yeah, we're yeah. moving into phase four. I think is what it's called. But oh, but, yeah. but it's it was phase one was you know the first was you know Iron Man, Captain America, Thor. Mm -hmm. uh, you know the movies leading up to Avengers, and then like phase two was all this stuff leading up to really like you know event like Avengers two slash like the Captain America Civil, Civil War. War stuff. And then, like, Phase 3 was everything to Endgame, and now we're at Endgame, because they, like, they slapped on Spider-Man far, far From Home as an quote-unquote epilogue. Mm-hmm. But, so it was, like, it's technically after Phase 3, but it's part of Phase part 3. Part of Phase 3, right. A weird thing. Yeah. But, yeah, it's it's the we, end of this glorious journey. We got journey. Far From Home, we got Spider-Man Far From Home, Captain Marvel, Avengers Endgame, all of that happens in 2019. Like I said, that was all 2019. That was all 2019. What? Yeah, that was all 2019. Captain Marvel and Endgame and Far From Home were all 2019. Yes. Wow. Yes. Okay. So yeah. So I mean, emotional roller coaster right there. Yeah, clearly. Um, but yeah, it's what 20. What did we say? 22, 23 movies over Something the course like of 12 years. Yeah. So Chad and I just recently did the epic let's watch all of the marvel movies they're on disney plus you know minus the spider-man movies let's go through and kind of watch all of them we finally watched wandavision he watched the falcon and the winter soldier it, that didn't hold my interest so i just let him fill me in <laughs> we are gearing up um probably tonight or tomorrow to start watching loki uh but we just went through over the last week and a half watching all of these movies and it kind of really it amazed us that, like, we're looking at movies that came out in, what, 20... Well, the first one was 2007. Yeah, I was going to say it was, like... Iron Man 1 was 2007. Yeah, things that were that... I'm like, oh, my God, it was really that long ago. Because mm -hmm. it's like, you know, sure, it, it's 12 years, and it's so funny, because, like, you can really... You can really kind of see it in some of the characters of, like, how long they have been playing these characters. <laughs> and I don't mean that, like, in any sort of bad way, just that, like, the evolution of, like... I like to think of it as, like, the evolution of Robert Downey Jr.'s, like, facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, there really was kind of an arc. We went through a whole journey with Robert Downey Jr. and his facial hair, which, by the way, I, I adored. I absolutely loved all of the different iterations. Um, but, yeah, so, like, 2019 was, it was the year of Marvel. Because yeah. that was really, there was, I mean, 
you think about it, if you've got this 12-year saga, you have little kids that were watching, you know, Iron Man when it came out yeah. that are now probably, like, adults, if not close to adulthood, yeah. when Endgame comes out. Yeah. Like, a, so many people grew up with this mm-hmm. franchise that it was... It Myself was, included. Yeah, like, it was it was really, really 2000, big. Because 2007, I would have been a, uh, a freshman in high school. Mm. So, yeah, that was... Uh, yeah, I grew up with it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, also, a, a side note to my personal <clears throat> taste, 2019 was an amazing year for horror movies because we had Jordan Peele's Us come out, which is okay. really freaky. Um, we have Ready or Not come out, which is kind of like the whole humans hunting humans okay uh movie and then we have it chapter two that came out that was 2019 that was 2019 the pet cemetery remake came out in 2019 and probably um i will dive right into what i was watching instead obviously we were watching the marvel movies but probably the biggest one that i would say was dr sleep which was stephen that was also 2019 yeah stephen king's sequel to the shining was dr sleep and like that movie is so freaking good. The so book many, is fantastic. The so book many is so things good. happened in 2019 that I just <laughs> just didn't realize happened in 2019. Mm-hmm. Like when doing a little bit of research, I also saw. Don't know if you remember this. You probably do. When Notre Dame caught on fire. Yeah. That was 2019. Um. The uh, the, the church. Yeah, the no, church, not the university. Right. Right. The church, not the. <laughs> because I got yes. that confused when it first broke. <laughs> You're like wait. Well, yeah. I was all concerned because that's where my girlfriend went, was going to, to right. grad school. And now, I'm like, oh my gosh. That did that that didn't like totally burn to the ground. Was it yeah. just part of it? It like, was a, part a, of it a, a, a massive chunk of it. Like, right. Like, like a big part of it, but like, the huge, whole thing didn't come No, down. but it was a uh, it was a big deal. And yeah. there, there's a huge restoration happening like right now for it. That's cool. That's right. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. It's because we're not in France. Yeah. Probably. Like, I remember when it happened. I remember watching it. Like, there's not, it's not often that, like, I will, like, when I'm at work, like, we'll put the news on mm-hmm. while I'm at work. But I think for that one, like, I think they had, like, live footage of the church burning. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Um, one of one of my personal favorite moments from 2019 was Storm Area 51. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what started as like just a meme, a meme, like a joke, uh, turned into the aliens. Yeah. They can't shoot us all. It it really, it really turned into, and apparently I looked into it because I'm like, you know, apparently storm area 51 turned into like alien stock and let's party in the desert. Yes. But the guy that originally created it kind of backed out and ended up doing like a party in Vegas. Yes. Somebody else stepped up to do alien stock. And while the 2 million people that RSVP'd to the Facebook invite Mm -hmm. didn't show, about 6,000 people rolled up. Decent chunk. Yeah. uh, They rolled up. They all Naruto run. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently some people dressed as Naruto characters. Doesn't doesn't surprise me. Uh, People were dressed as aliens. People just, you know, came as they were. Apparently it was more of like, I guess, a music festival. I'm sure that's what it devolved into. You know? Yeah. Um, I, I did look up an article where they said, like, was it a success? It depends on who you ask. Right. Uh, apparently, the, it's a, the, the town, I believe, is Rachel, which is the closest town to Area 51. And apparently, it's a very small community. Mm-hmm. They weren't thrilled 
about it. Of course. Um, but I guess it did bring in some revenue for their town. Mm-hmm. So, but also I think there's not there like wasn't a lot offered. I think that was part of the problem. Is it's like well, I think it's like a little bit of a like a, a one like one light. Maybe there's a gas station and convenience store kind right. of town. Well, like to be fair, this I'm positive that this started off as a joke. Like you yeah. know, haha, this will be funny. Not really bothering to think about like what actually is in the area. Yeah. It's just you know you're going there for Area 51. There, it doesn't matter what else is there. So yeah, yeah. you're going to Aliens 51. Yes, aliens and alien tech and and yeah. just they demand we want the aliens. You can't shoot us all. Mm-hmm. We're storming Area 51. You know. God, I love people. <laughs> What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Um, I think the only other thing that I wrote down, um, we we had the conclusion of Game of Thrones on HBO. Oh, yeah. I remember my girlfriend being very depressed about that. Never watch Game of Thrones. No. <laughs> you know what? I, I've, I've read the books associated to it, um, watched all of it on HBO. I know a ton of people were not thrilled with the last season. Actually, I've heard like rumblings because like after a certain season, I forget which one, four, five, maybe. Um, there's only so many books, so at some it's, point it's still going. At some point, the show outran the books. Yeah, and then the show. I mean, it had the author's input, but the show kind of went. We're going to go in this direction now because you haven't written anything else. Our mm-hmm. source material is gone, mm-hmm. so now we get to make it up. Yeah. And I know that there were. People that kind of questioned stuff, you know, their choices they've made, and um, I mean, I I do remember watching the season finale and yeah. all, and like I sat there, my girlfriend had it on, and I just happened to sit there and just watch it also, and she explained, you know, who the characters' relations and all that kind of stuff were, and I just went, wow, this is a really bad story. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I I'm one of those people that you know I didn't I didn't absolutely hate the series finale, but I thought better choices could have been made. Well, the problem is that, you know, you're, you're sitting there in anticipation of this this wonderful yeah. world and this story. Like, it was a two-year, three-year gap before. I think it was only two. I think it was a two-year gap yeah. from the end of the previous season to the to the next season. And they, you know, they got a Super Bowl ad for it to, to get everybody on hype. You know, it was the first time nerds cared about sports. So I remember that being running around. But, yeah, I mean... Yeah, Game of Thrones, yeah, wow, like, there were a lot of things that happened in 2019. 2019, it, it was it was a busy year, and again, right right before the world took a poo, yeah. <laughs> and then everything halted. Okay, um, so, so, that was 2019. So, yes. talking about the movie that we, you know, missed in 2019, among the very other many things I'm sure we also missed. But anyway, so Knives Out. What's the story about? The story's about, uh, get ready for an AJ explanation. <laughs> so you got an old guy who is found in the, you know, the morning when his, like, housekeeper or whatever is bringing him his morning coffee. And then the, the mug said, you know, my house, my rules, my coffee. Right? And slit throat and oh my god, he's dead. So then, of course, the family shows up and they're all, you know, wanting to know what the heck happened. And then hilarity ensues. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, am I going to continue with this? No, you can do, do whatever you want, babe. <laughs> All right. Oh, babe, that's nice. <laughs> so, basically, it starts off with the uh, with just interviews from everybody, right? And I will admit, I thought that this movie was just going to be nothing but a bunch of interviews and seeing past events being told by people. And, like, it was just going to eventually, we need to figure out who did it. But then it took a sharp left 
where we found out who did it. It was the the nurse, right? Yes. And then it turned into, oh my gosh, the nurse did it, but we still have we're only like halfway through the movie. What's movie? What's gonna happen next? What what's gonna happen? Oh my gosh, somebody else is killing people and knows about the 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 nurse doing it and all that kind of stuff. It was just a fun ride. It was a fun ride. They did a really good job of having details matter, and and the conclusion. Uh, well, we can talk about that. You look like you have things as you want to say. No, no, I'm <laughs> listening intently. Aww. but yeah, I I uh, I really enjoyed this movie. I really enjoyed this movie. I really enjoyed. Uh, we watched it together. Mm-hmm. We 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 watched it together and uh, with with our significant others and we I. I I don't know about you, but Jerry and I kept turning to each other and uh, just being like, talking about, you know, oh my gosh, I really hope that this detail matters later on. Yeah. She called uh, the dogs at 3 yeah. a.m. And that was a great moment. Very good. So. The, the script, yeah. I, I too, uh, really, really like this movie. This is this is one of those movies that's like, I've seen it. You know, I absorb it. I see it. I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can definitely tell you there's going to be a second watch from me. I'm going to watch it again because I feel like this is a kind of movie where there have been clues and Easter eggs all throughout oh, yeah. that I've probably missed. Oh, yeah. So I want to watch it again where I can kind of look in the background kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, Did you notice that the, during the interviews uh, when they're sitting in that library or whatever and they have that, that knife wall, when they're sitting there, uh, the, the camera was angled so that you saw all the knives pointing at people as they were doing their interviews? I thought that was a really fun detail. Yeah. Like, yeah, I definitely feel like there are things that I've missed because I was trying to pay attention to the story so uh-huh. much. I want to definitely watch it a second time to see if I can see anything else. This is the type of movie where I need to have this kind of stay, either stay on Amazon Prime forever or I'm going to need to own it because this is one of those put it on in the background movies. And I how, how is it how is it to put it on in the background movie when there's so much detail that you need to be paying attention to? Because it's one of those movies where I think I'll watch it enough that oh. I will You'll know, know what detail's happening. Okay. And I say that and it's it's I it's funny that I say that because so I have a Amazon Echo in our kitchen. And often when I'm cooking, I will have it boot up something on Prime to watch <laughs> while I'm cooking. Oh, oh, you have the one with the screen on. Yes. Okay. So, one of my absolute favorite movies that I constantly put on, and what's great is I'll start it, and then I'll cook dinner, and then I'll stop it when it's time to eat. And generally, I've only had it on for 20 minutes, so the next time I cook the next day, I start it up again, and I just keep going, is... Ghostbusters. Clue. Yeah! Okay. Which, really? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> so to me, I think just because of the association, this is very much a clue It felt style very clue-like, yeah. To me, that's why I automatically like, okay, well, I can throw knives out on while I'm cooking now because mm-hmm. that's that's another one to add. That was, Clue was actually the suggested, hey, watch this movie next yeah. as the credits yeah. were rolling. Yeah. But yeah, Clue Clue is like my go-to put it on the background movie. Such a fun um, movie. It's, it's, it's one of my absolute favorite movies. I can throw that on while I'm cleaning. I can throw it on while I'm cooking. If I'm sitting there wasting 25 minutes flipping through every single streaming service I have and I can't pick anything for whatever reason. You just come back to Clue. I give up and I go back to Clue or The Exorcist. 
are the two movies, and I know that that's ridiculous. That like that, the that's Exorcist. Such, that's two opposite <laughs> ends of the spectrum. I, I I claim that you know if you've seen the movie Beetlejuice and you remember his speech where he says, "I've seen The Exorcist 167 times," and uh-huh. it keeps getting funnier every single time I've seen it. I think I've seen The Exorcist at this point more than Beetlejuice himself has seen that movie. It's truly like a background movie. I wow. love that movie. It's my favorite book of all time. I absolutely adore the movie. And as weird as I am, that's a background movie for me. Okay. I, I, I The audiobook I listen to very often when I'm at work and I can't figure out something else to listen to. I don't feel like listening to any of my Spotify stations or I don't have another audiobook handy. I can go on YouTube, and they're, they're often, like, illegally uploaded on YouTube. But, like, I can just kind of click it at any point, and I know the book so well that I can just kind of... Like, I'll click on the audiobook to play on YouTube and kind of scroll a little bit and maybe go, like, three hours in. And I know <laughs> and exactly what's happening. Yeah, it's like I know it far too well. Yeah, it's The Exorcist is a background movie for me that I love. That okay. I just, you know, put it on whenever, because I can pay attention to it or not pay attention to it, and I know exactly what's happening. I... No. No. <laughs> yeah, I that, know. I a, never that, That's a no for me, dog. I never said that I was a normal friend. That's a that's a no for me, dog. <laughs> no. <laughs> but but yeah, so so going back going back to this murder mystery who done it, right? I've been watching a lot of murder mystery who done it recently. Really? Well, we also we, we watched Knives Out and my girlfriend and I also recently finished uh uh Mayor of Easttown. Okay. So, which is also uh a a who done it and everything. And again, Things that I really enjoyed were the 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 attention to detail in in Knives Out. The fact that we heard these these uh, these the interrogations of of these individuals and hearing their sides of the story and different pieces lining up. You know, uh, we the the confirmation of the dogs uh, at three a.m. Mm-hmm. The people walking up and down steps and waking somebody up and uh, the the senile. Uh, grandmother great-grandmother mm-hmm. uh who you know at one point is like you know uh, uh ransom and you're back again so soon and and everything mattered somehow yes and i really appreciated that they could have chalked it up to anybody being the murderer mm-hmm. right like they they fake you out with the with the nurse and they and then it turns into well wait a minute who you know uh, who set her up and all yeah. that kind of stuff like it, it, it's really it's really very fun and effective when you give every single character a motive. a motive. Yeah. It's really so much fun. Very, I don't know if, you know, I don't, how do I want to phrase this? The writer Agatha Christie. Okay. I don't know if you've ever read anything. I feel like she's like somebody I know the that, name. Like, I, I feel like that was like required reading in high school. Probably. Um, like reading like, I think the book was called like Ten Little Indians. Okay. And it was like, it's a murder mystery. Very, very, you know murder on the orient express style murder mystery i just i remember reading a lot of her when i was in high school my grandmother was a fan she had some so because of that mm-hmm. i have continued to to read that so yeah the whodunits are just fantastic and when you have a whodunit and then you have the the comedy aspect in with the whodunit like uh-huh. i said with clue clue is is a damn near perfect movie because you have all of the element of a whodunit trying to figure it out and you have this, like, ridiculous comedy on top of it. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. There was just... It tickled me absolutely pink when Captain America told everybody in the room to eat shit. Like, that was just... Well, that's because, you know, we're <laughs> yeah. so used to him being you know, America's ass. Yeah. You know what I mean? You eat shit. You eat shit. Yeah. 
eat shit. Yeah. It was it was fun to see. Yeah, I, I guess that's what it is. We're just so used to when you think of Chris Evans now. It's Captain America. Right. You know, like maybe before. It used to be Human Torch. Now it's right. Captain America. Well, you know what? Not for nothing. It's so funny to see like the evolution of an actor. Because yeah, like you're saying Human Torch. I I think most specifically, like I think Chris Evans and I giggle because I think of Not Another Teen Movie. Um, have okay. You, have you ever seen Not Another Teen Movie? Like once. Because you know, <laughs> that was in that that was in that era of spoof movies oh, where yeah, it's, a, yeah. you know, everything. You don't think of him as that uh, as that you know, that one board game that you know you call the boyfriend's trying to call you up for a date or something like that. He was in a commercial for for a for a board oh, game. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh, I'll have he, to he, look he that like, up. He was like he was like the he was one of the hot guys that was calling you. So. Oh, fucking sweet. Um, <laughs> I have to look that up. Yeah, no, honestly, like before the whole Marvel thing happened. Honestly, like, I think Chris Evans, I think of not another teen movie. Mm -hmm. And I just see him being ridiculous with, like, whipped cream on his junk. Right. Yeah. So to have this nice range of he went from that to the Human Torch to then playing Captain Captain Marvel or uh, Captain Captain America America, for for 12 years and, you know, squeaky clean Captain America. And then it was nice to see, like, snarky. Just straight up. Eat shit. And you eat shit. Yeah, seeing seeing just the snarky, shitty Chris Evans was very appreciated. One thing about Knives Out that uh, did kind of, I won't say turn me off, but, like, kind of, like, I kind of had a feeling that Chris Evans was the main, was, like, was the bad guy, Mm -hmm. was the fact that he didn't show up until halfway through the movie. You know? Yeah. Everybody else was there. Like, again, it mattered that he didn't show up until halfway through the movie because he didn't go to the to the funeral because right. he was busy trying to do Cover his thing. Right. And, mm-hmm. Like, so it, it makes sense. I get it. But that was one of those things where it's just, it felt like when he didn't show up until halfway through the movie, I just went, ah, he's he's suspect number one for me. Even though the, the nurse was like, oh my gosh, I did it. And now I need to cover myself and blah, blah, right. blah. It just, it, it, she felt too, the movie felt like, why would you punish somebody who's so nice? We saw her, how she reacted when she, when she messed up. And we saw her trying to deal with the fact that she murdered somebody she really cared about and is now trying to cover up with it because the guy she really cared about was like, you can't go to jail. Like you'll get found out, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, it felt like there's no way in heck she's the one who did it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think for me, I accepted that she did it. And in my head, I was like, the inspector, Daniel Craig's character. I think in my head, I was like, how is he going to Prove it get her out of it? Right. You know, like, how how is it going to come to me that, you know, because at first it was like, you know, he... I don't think we talked about this part yet. That, like, there was a mistake with medication. Mm-hmm. And she thought she overdosed him. Oh, right, yeah. We never yeah. actually talked about how it happened. Because yeah, I'm really bad at telling <laughs> she stories. She thought she overdosed him and was basically like, you've got yeah, 15 minutes to live. Gave him gave him 100 milligrams of uh, morphine, morphine as opposed to the 3 milligrams that yeah. he's supposed to receive. And so he's like, he cares for her. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want her to go to jail for murder. He's like, don't worry, I got you. I'm just going to kill myself. That way it's suicide oh, and he not murder. He, he didn't say that to her explicitly. Well, that's the general, the general, they, they concoct this whole plan where I am going to, you I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to make caught. sure you will not be caught. There's going to be no evidence of you and this and that. 
And, you know... Really well thought out plan. Extremely well thought out plan. And things all kind of spiral. And like I said, at the end, it turned out that she didn't make that mistake. Um, it was really kind of a plot that I was, I was waiting. Chris Evans... And when he, when, you know, he slit his throat with a knife. I was waiting because he had a line about how people can't tell the difference between a real knife and a prop knife. And I was waiting for it for him to just pop out from behind a bookcase like, you know, ha ha! Yeah. Like... Part of me, part of me thought... I think one of the theories that we had had was that he's not actually dead. Yeah. That he that he is alive. I was waiting for the, the painting of him holding the knife. I was waiting for the eyes to be moving <laughs> around. Like, it, anything could have happened. Re- yeah, it really could have been. That was, I think, Chad had said. Like, is this going to have, like, a Clue-style ending mm-hmm. where it was like, so here's the ending. Or it could have happened this way. Oh, that would have been Or it could have happened this way. I feel like they didn't do that specifically because too many people would have been like, ah, it's Clue. Yeah, exactly. I think it would have been a detriment to it. Like, yeah. Clue already did it. Not going to do it better than Clue. Yeah. You know, I, I agree that after a while it kind of became obvious that, like, Chris Chris Evans is the bad guy. Yeah. You know, he's, he is, is, is. This, this character who cares so much about himself then shows up to help the nurse out when, like, yeah. the rest of the family is trying to get out and, and, you know. It, yeah, it, it just his his it, yeah. it felt very much like he we all knew his his uh, reasoning behind doing what he was doing yeah. was selfish and it's like we knew what the ending was going to be we didn't know how they were going to get there right uh, I would also say that honestly this movie was like a little over two hours long two hours ten minutes and, and it, I felt yeah. every minute of we two both hours, agreed 10 to that that it definitely could have trimmed uh, trimmed the fat a little bit here and there. It, while it was entertaining and it kept us engaged the whole time, it still felt like a two-hour movie. See, and that's the difference because you said that this would be a movie that you'll watch again and it'll turn into a watch, you know, in the background type movie. I've seen it once. I don't feel the need to see it again. No. I, no, I, because like, it, was a, it was an entertaining movie and I, and I enjoyed it and all that kind of stuff. But I, it was two hours and ten minutes and I felt that it... it a good movie to me, I feel like is is no time at all, right? Yeah. Like I can sit down and I can watch uh, the Lego Movie. That's a what an hour forty five minutes or something. I can watch. I can sit down and watch Space Jam. That's an hour and twenty minutes. Whatever it's going to be, I don't know if that's correct, but you know, an hour twenty minutes. But it feels like it's only been a half hour because I'm that entertained. I'm that engrossed in it. Knives Out. I was engrossed in it, but I wasn't so engrossed that I didn't feel like yeah, I definitely sat here for the yeah. past two hours ten minutes. No, I get that because so. I can sit through like. Extended edition Lord of the Rings. I've done that, yeah. and, like, I, I, and I, I enjoy yeah, that. Like all those, it. like I will watch them constantly. I've watched them back feel... to back to back. You know what? I don't know if I've ever done that. It's a lot. It is a lot. <laughs> I think that's why. I think I've probably gotten through like the first two, and then part of the third. I don't know if I've. But yeah, like I like yeah, Lord of the Rings to me goes by in a flash because right. they're just so good. Yeah. But then, yeah, again, like for me. I'm also one of those people that can very much, the whole idea of like the background movie for me, I am not a person that needs the background noise. I know some people are. That's me. Yeah. Like, see, if, if Chad wasn't home one night, like if he was out doing something and I came home from work, I am perfectly fine not turning the TV at on, not having to have music on. Like, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm perfectly okay in utter silence. There are times where I'm driving and I, like, forget to reach for my phone and put something on. Mm. And then I realize that I've been driving for 20 minutes in silence. Like, I'm, I'm okay with that. But if I am in the act of doing something, like I said, if I came home from work and was just home, it's quiet, I'll pick a book, book and read and blah, blah, blah. But, like, if I'm actively doing something, if I'm cleaning or cooking or whatever, 
then I like to have that background noise. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, yeah, it'll be it'll be a movie. And and again, something that I've like I don't necessarily need to pay attention to, which is why I feel like this movie will fall into that where like I've seen it. I know what happens. Like I said, I do want to do a detailed second watch yeah. because I want to see if there are things that I've missed. Mm-hmm. After that, yeah, it'll just be a movie kind of a, a, you know, if I've seen Clue already twice that week, then maybe I should mix it up and watch that <laughs> instead. Okay, okay. Yeah. Good movie. It was a good I definitely recommend, if you have not seen this, if this is a movie on your list, watch it. It has it's, dogs in it. It does have dogs. And they don't die. They live. Great movie. They saved the day. Great movie. Yeah. They actually, they had a very integral part in, in, in figuring it all out. Day. Oh my gosh, it's wonderful. Yeah, good movie if you haven't seen it. It's, it's currently, as of the, this recording, it is free on Amazon Prime. Yep. Um, so it's, it's worth checking out. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, so we have now crossed Knives Out off of our list. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the List We Missed Podcast. You can also find us on your favorite podcasting app. Join the conversation. Let us know what movies we need to add to our list so we can continue to cross it off. And thanks so much for listening. We'll be back with another episode next month.